Top, 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 top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. I'm your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Oh my, oh my, oh my, today, 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 I need to share with you what did God say. Thank you again for tuning in here at WDGS. I like to just share this. We are a mentoring ministry, coaching, teaching platform. And I want to get you to truly understand that even though we are a faith-based teaching, we are not traditional. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. We are not a traditional faith-based teaching because throughout my study journey, I have truly came to realize and recognize that there are so many things that I was even under an understanding of biblical principles that I came to find out was biblical personalities. Oh, I hope people grab that. It's so many times that we end up engaging ourselves and it's not about biblical principles, but biblical personalities. What do I mean by that? I mean that people wanting you to be like, act like, talk like, walk like, dress like. And if they feel that that doesn't meet that criteria, oh, I hope somebody grab this. Then instead of giving you biblical principles, they're giving you biblical personality. I want to talk to you today on this topic that's a hot topic is why not? Why not? But the thing that most people, until they get to the why not, they generally say, why me? So I start with why me, but I want to end with why not? Why me? So many times when we're in our pain and those painful positions, one of the things that the enemy generally activates in our thoughts is always that phrase, why me? Why me? You know, for years, I would sit back and I utilized that phrase to be my worst critic. Why me? But I want to encourage you by the end of this message to stop saying why me and say why not. When we end up being in situations, we always tend to think most times people, of course, according to outside of the principality, but in the personality of giving you faith-based fundamental teaching. For many years, I would hear people say, oh, that's the devil. Rebuke the devil. Bind the devil. But you know, in my analytical study of the book of Job, if you're not familiar with it, it's spelled J-O-B. I had some someone to tell me some years ago, they said that uh, it's a man in the Bible, Jonah. Jonah was running from an assignment from God. And because Jonah was running, they said to me, they said, Jonah sat up under the tree and waited for a job. And I got so tickled because I was like, no, 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 no. It's not job, it's Job. 
and they and they were really being, you know, funny. And once I got it, that's why a lot of times I say, I hope y'all get that. Because sometimes when people say different things to us, you ever had that to happen to you, you may not have gotten it. But then you keep thinking on it and all of a sudden you may say, oh, wow, now I got it. Although you may still be in their presence and you may be outside of their presence. But one thing about it, I hope you get this. So when I say I hope you get this, I mean that you really have an opportunity to process the connection of what was being said and what was being what was being processed. When I say to you this morning, why me? For so many years of my life, listen to me, I wasted with that phrase guiding me. Why me? Why me? Why was I not a part of being in the midst of my siblings coming up? Why me? was molested and raped. Why me? And even though we are taught about this good and great God, and we know who is able to do exceedingly abundantly and above all that we can ask or think, we'll still sit in a corner sometime in the corner of our empty rooms and say, why me? Why am I broke? Why have I not been successful? Why me? Why didn't I make those choices that the other person made? Then I could have been more successful. Then I could have had more. I could have done more. I could have traveled more. Why me? And many occasions, even when we ask the question to ourselves, that time is actually utilized in a prayer format. Oh, I hope y'all grab this. The simplicity of prayer is talking to God. And most of the time, people will ask that question in an empty room. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. It's generally in the thought process of talking to God. Mm. You're really talking to God when you say, God, why am I broke? Why me? Why did I marry this man? Why me? Why, why did I end it up with a body made like this? Why me? Why, why me? Why, why was my nose so broad? And my eyes were so beaming. Why me? Why was I born with short hair and bow legs? Why me? Why me? When I got to a place and position in life that I had to come out of corporate America and go to disability. Why me? Why me, God? Why me? When I could have had so much more money, why me? When you give me so much intellect, but yes, it's not being projected. Why me, God? We may even go to a place to say, why me? Why couldn't I have been a celebrity? I'm sure some people out there, they could dance circles around Beyonce dancing. And they bootylicious. And they breastlicious. And they fabulous and fantastic. And they can look at themselves in the mirror. And behold their beauty. And know that they're beautiful. 
But yet they find themselves in broken relationship, broken men, broken women. Why me? Why me? That I can't start this business, although I have all these business ideas. Why me? How many times we ask ourselves a why me question. If we could only receive $10 for every why me from the time of a child to where you are now, you may be a mini millionaire. What do we do? Why do we always say why me? Why me? Why am I going through this? Why did I lose this loved one that I love so dearly and could never see again? Why me, God? Why did I lose my mother and everybody else got their mother? Why me? You may be asking, why did my daddy not raise me? Why me? Why didn't my daddy love me? Why me, God? And this is what I came to realize about the why me questions. They're just not poor people questions. Hello? Oh, I hope you grab that. A why me, if I can just be honest to say, I believe has been that question asked in every human being. And that's why I want to encourage you today through this message. You're not the only why me. You're not the only why me. Instead of saying why me, say not me. You know what I believe separates the have from the have nots? Or the people that do not allow the why me to be the center of their decisions, to be the center of their calling. If you want to ask a why me question, you should already have an answer so you can keep moving forward. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. You know, one of the things that helped me, I never felt that I was, um, would ever be selected, let me put it this way, to be invited into a beauty pageant. And I used to ask God these questions, why me? And I remember when I was in the fifth grade and they had these popularity contests in school, which I always felt that was to parade the beauty of others. But at the same time, the same time, listen to me, bruise the, bruise the emotions of others. And so many things. That's why we got to be careful, everybody. There are so many things in this world that can look glitz and glamour and make other people do comparison shopping, especially when it comes to the anatomy of our structure. And we'll begin to say, why me? Well, and I did. For many years, I said, why couldn't I have had that perfect nose? Why me? In the fifth grade, I didn't really have a problem about anything else that was attached to my body. It was just that nose of mine. And I felt I had the widest nose in the whole school, not just my class. And therefore, I wrestled with that why me. 
And then after I got mature enough to realize that it wasn't the nose that made me. It wasn't any other flaws that I thought was the reason the why me. And that's where we have to get to a place to understand our own selves and our divinity of who we are. And that's why my annual purpose and plan class is about investigating the why me and converting them into me, not why me, but why not? And I don't mean why not that these things shouldn't happen to you, but I mean why not? Not the why me, but the why not me. Not the why me, but the why not me. And we have to get to the why not me by placing answers, what is considered as objectives, to overcome the why not me. And convert it into the why not me. Why not should I be a business owner? Why not me? Why not me should I consider myself the prettiest girl in the room, in the class? Why not me? Why not me? Why can't I be wealthy? Why not me? Instead of why me? Why not me? And and I got to say this because sometimes I sound like I'm I'm raffling and baffling on, but I freestyle. And for any of you who don't know what freestyle, freestyle in the worldly world is when you can stand on the corner or you can grab a mic or you can just get up there and go with the flow and and however it go. Now, in the spirit world, they call it expounding. When you can take something and you can elaborate from it and you don't have a written strip. You don't have a, 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 a plan and a purpose for orchestrating what you're saying. And I've always been one of those people that it, it just comes to me in such a way that that's the way I roll. I, I, I'm not big on pre, pre-thinking things. I remember why, because I, I used to plan things a lot. I used to write down messages starting back years ago. Literally, I mean at least 40 years ago, I have messages just stored up, stored up, stored up. Whenever God would wake me up, you know, we didn't have these automated digital uh, time in our lives at that time. So what we relied on was what they call general ledger. That was when you just generally wrote down everything, everything from your accounting of running your business. I mean, multi-million dollar companies, Coca-Cola back in the days, everything used to be written down. And there's a power in maintaining, writing things down and making them plain. But I remember when it came to me executing a message to the mindset of the people. 
I read in the book of Genesis about this man named Moses. You got to get this. Moses was giving an assignment by God. He had an awesome anointing and a power that rested upon his life. And when God asked Moses to go and talk to the king at the time, whose name was Pharaoh. Now, this is the thing where Moses began to be intimidated and he said, why me? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. He said, God, you know, I, I, I stutter when I talk. How come you couldn't pick somebody else? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. But what God said to Moses, he said, at the time you open your mouth, I will give you what to say. I'm going to even send your brother Aaron with you. So that way, you know, I guess if he get a little tongue tied, Aaron will begin to speak for him. But unless Moses got past the why me? And this is the thing. We need to get to a place of mental comprehension. Instead of saying, why me? Say, why not me? Why not? Why not God can use you just like he did Moses? And see, this was the thing about Moses. Although he may have stuttered, he had other talents and other qualities. Why not you? Yeah, you may not look like Beyonce and you may not be bootylicious. But the thing is, why not you? What other talents that God has instilled in you? Yeah, your nose may be a little wide. But guess what? Sometime you'll be surprised how much my nose hot I bought a And I got to tell you what God just gave me. Because I'm not big on speaking in tongue without an interpretation. God said, but that wide nose have helped you smell and sense stinking stuff that other people couldn't sense. Symbolically, oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. God just gave me that revelation while I'm on this podcast. And I always used to wonder, how can I detect an aroma on people? And I'm talking about a spiritual aroma. The word of God talks about having a sweet smelling aroma. And when I began to think about my broad nose, God began to enlighten me on the beneficial purposes of having an open gateway wide enough to smell stinking stuff. I've been around people sometime and I get an aroma and I've been on the telephone and I can smell some things. And people, I ask them, do you smell that? And they'll say, no, I don't smell that. Hmm. Why not you? Why you think that God did not bring you into this earth and provide you with some talent, some gifts that will make room for your life? 
saying, why me? And saying, is not me. Because when you understand who you are, you'll realize that that person that kept saying, why me, was not you. Because you don't get to know yourself until you figure out who you are. So therefore, though that why not talk, that's not you. That's somebody who have not learned you. And that includes yourself. Because when you learn who you are, you'll begin to say, why not me? Why not me? Why can't, why not me? I can live in a mansion and drive a Maserati. Why not? I can be rich and famous. Why not? I can have long hair and don't care. Why not? I can have whatever hair that God gave me and it will not stop me from having happiness, joy, peace, and prosperity. Why not me? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I had to go to the doctor last week. I had an appointment. And when I was there, one of the one of the, the young ladies that work, the nurse, actually, she was one of the nurses, and may have been a nurse practitioner. And I was sitting inside the hallway for when you go into the place, you know, the back, on the back side in the doctor's office. And I was sitting in the hallway because they said, okay, we're going to draw some blood and then we're going to take some x-rays. But but when we finish drawing your blood, take a seat in the hallway and they'll call you in there to do the x-ray. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. And when I came out from completing the x-ray, I was sitting there and I was playing a game on my phone. Yes, I do entertain myself playing games on my phone, especially block puzzles. And this nurse passed by with the most gorgeous hair that I have seen in a long time. And I said to her, I come, I see your hair is simply beautiful. And she stopped, and we entertained entertain each other in conversing. And she said, you know what? I've been thinking about getting it cut. I said, well, you know, I'm never one to stand in the midst of a person's choice, free will, choice, or decisions. But I just wanted to say to you, it is just beautiful. And it had this thickness and this wavery pattern, and it was long down her back. And, and she had it up, and just a slight ponytail, what is still hung long down midway of her back. And I asked her, I said, if I'm not being too intrusive, I said, do you mind me asking, what's your nationality? And she said, uh, I think she told me it was either Puerto Rican or Mexican. I, I can't really recall per se. But I tell you, her hair was just simply gorgeous. And then even that, and I said to her, I said, you know how many people in the world pay top dollar prices for the type of hair you're about to say you're considering cutting off? She said, I know. And anyway, I let her scan my QR code for 
my business card and because she we got to talking about podcasts and she said I love podcasts oh my god I can sit and listen to podcasts all the time and I said awesome and I told her you know I had a podcast and and I gave her my business card through the scanning of the UR code and she got so excited when I pulled it up she said oh and it works and it takes you straight to my diversities of social media platforms. So even if you have seen my business card on my social media page, scan the URS code. It does work. If you um, go to my website, I think I'm, I need to launch it on there or upload it on there, but I will be attaching it to my website. But what I want to say more than anything is that why not you? Instead of saying to God, why me? I want you to say you found a happiness and why not me? Let the enemy know if you're going to blame everything on the devil and the enemy that says you don't deserve, you say to the devil, why not me? I deserve this. There's nothing like me. I always say like Campbell's soup, I'm mm -mm good. Listen to me. And I'm going to put this on your mind for once. And it's not a secret. You don't have to keep masking who you are. You don't have to keep pretending who you are. There's somebody out there that loves you just for who you are. Just for your size. Just your size. Just your length of hair. Just your facial features. Your flaws, your scratch marks, your scars, and all. Your moles. Whatever you feel that you want to constantly sit and pout in in your empty room and say, why me? Listen. I tell people the reason I have not made my millions because I had to learn how to have a millionaire mentality. Everybody cannot handle being a millionaire. Some people can't even handle how to have a dying dream. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Some people can't dream on a dime and make a dime dream come to pass. If you can't take a dollar dream and make a dollar, why are you asking about a million? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. It's time out for the why me. Why my mama don't treat me like this? Why my siblings treat me? Why I don't have any siblings? It's time out for the why me. And it's time for the why not me. Why not me? Why can't I? Why can't I have all these things that the whole earth and the world has to offer? Listen, people, it's out here for the picking. Now, what you probably need to do is find out how to move from a dollar dream to a millionaire mindset. And that don't matter how many people prophesy to you that you are going to get millions. Don't fall for the hype. To become a millionaire takes more than a prophetic word. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. To become a millionaire takes a millionaire mindset. And so many times people will speak things out of the ignorance. That's why I say we're not your traditional teaching. 
Because I'm not going to prophesy to you that you're going to receive a million dollars by next year when I already know you don't have a million dollar mindset. If you, if God first have to tell me, if you got a dime dream and you can't convert that dime to a dollar, oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. This is where you get caught up in the why me. I never could understand people that used to say, why me? Why can't I have this car? Why God did this for them and didn't do it for me? Maybe that's why. Because your mindset was too busy focusing on the why me instead of why not? Some people want these millionaires. Millionaire lifestyles. You know, this weekend I've been binging on uh, single ladies. Never seen it before. Check it out on BET Plus with Lisa Ray, you know, a whole host of uh, well known celebrities. She just the main one that stands out in my mind because when I look at her personality and character in the series, I, I get so tickled because I think about the old Alfreda. And then I sat here, and this was where my message birthed from because I was like, Lord, why me? Why me? Why did I get so caught up in men? Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. That took me to places that I shouldn't have never went. You know, one of the things I admire about these single ladies is that they met these diversities of men. But they had their little clique to bounce from, to share their ideas and suggestions. And then they took each other's advice. And that's the beauty of a message that I also have stored up, which is friends versus BFFs. But I'm going to tell you something. Didn't watching this series, and I've been binging it, you all. I've had to pray, God, let me not be so consumed in this series to I just don't take time to meditate and pray. But one of the most profound things in sitting there constantly asking myself, why me? I, I like the style, the couture fashions. You know, even when I was younger, the ages, they are, you know, and I'm echoing in my, my fingers, the, the ages when I was partying just like them. I could have been in that same crowd because I was living in that same city. And it was the ATL. I said, God, is so much I could have entangled myself in that circle. But instead, I ended up getting stuck. And I was stuck on so much of my past pains that I was constantly saying, why me? And I took that why me phrase. All down through all the processing of my pain. And I could never understand a millionaire mindset until I had to get out of that why me status. Because I felt long as I was this wounded person. You ever met people like that? Their whole conversation is about all their wounds. And it's never about processing plans, how to move past those wounds. And what I liked about those young ladies is that, especially Lisa Ray, 
She had the mansion and the millionaire and a car that wasn't short from a Maserati. But she still didn't take no stuff. When it came to her emotional covering, she stayed guarded. And then I thought back over my life and that's when I said, why couldn't I have done that? Why didn't I guard my life? From all these fleshly feelings to the place that it took me off track. She made a goal to become a realtor. When she used to be a video vixen, dancing in videos. But she turned her life around. But she didn't sit and whine about why me. She meet one guy, she moved to another. And it was never, I never heard them say, why me? And see, when you wallow in that why me, you usually end up with these men. And I'm going to tell you, even now, I was talking to God and I had to tell myself, why not me? Why not me? Because that why me was saying, oh, now you done got older. You're getting some strings of gray hair. You're getting some wrinkles. You're getting some moles. And then all these talented, gifted brothers like no other. You allowed to slip through your fingers because first off of fear. Oh, I got to hope somebody grabbed this. The fear, the fear of leaving what was a comfort zone to you. And that was staying among my family and friends. That was my comfort zone. And I felt as long as I was in my hometown or near my hometown, if I fell. Somebody will pick me up. Oh, now I got to preach just a little bit. But I didn't realize that how important it was to understand that wherever I am, God is with me. If I go to the Poconos and I'm there with nothing but strangers, God is with me. And when I listened to these young ladies and how they had journeyed and traveled and, and been different places, But one thing about it, see, we always know how to go back home. We always know how to stay connected, especially in this day and time in digital season. And this digital dispensation, that's what I like to call it. We can always stay connected now more than ever and look at each other while we're being connected. Hello. But we have allowed fear to handicap us in so many ways. We have allowed fear of faith to fail us. We have allowed fear of faith to fail us. Let me tell you, I used to dance a lot back in the days. And I remember I used to pray on the dance floor, feet don't fail me now. And that was one of my theme songs when one nation under a groove, getting down with all the funk of it. And we're on the move and ain't no stopping now. And let me tell y'all something. Back when that song came out and I would get on the dance floor, that's when Mr. V's figure eight club in Atlanta, it was a club for high class people. Oh, I hope somebody get that. Wasn't no scripper dancers back then on Camerton Road at Mr. V's figure eight. This was the place that you couldn't wear no blue jeans at the time. This was the place when you wanted to meet men with money. They was always in the midst. And I used to be there. And that's why when I look at this this series they got going on, and I remember we got limousine service because the mailman that used to drive the limo, I had met him back in the days in New York. 
the commodator. That's what they used to call it back then. But people was calling them DJs. But at Mr. V's figure eight, they was called commodators. They used to be the ones that spin the records. I knew him personally from New York. So now I'm in the in crowd. But something happened, y'all. I kept letting that why me rewind in my head. Why my mama didn't do this? Oh, why me? Why my daddy didn't do this? Oh, why me? Why did this happen to me? Why was I like this? Why me? The why means can keep you locked so deep into your pains from your past. You cannot see clearly who you are in your present. And I had to get into a present zone in order to see my future. And now I said to myself last night, I said, why not me? Why not me? Long as I still have breath, I can still be a millionaire. Long as I still have a mindset to remember, I can still be a millionaire. And in that millionaire status, now my mindset is completely different. And I know I want to be a blessing to so many organizations. Why not me? I can get married at this age. Why not me? And I can marry a wonderful man who loved me for who I now have discovered who I am. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Sometimes we find ourselves sleeping with the enemy because we are our own enemy. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. For years, and when I say years, I mean one, two, three, four, five decades. I'm going to say since I was grown. I found myself sleeping with the enemies. And why do I say that? Because they wasn't sleeping with me. They were sleeping with someone I didn't even identify with. And they didn't know who they were and I didn't know who I were. And so if the devil have a hand and the devilition and despise of all the damage that goes on in our life, then that mean I was my own enemy and they were their own enemy because they didn't know themselves and I didn't know them and they didn't know me and I didn't know myself. So I spent many years saying, why me? Why, did, why, why couldn't I got married and stayed with my first husband and had a wonderful and happy life? Why me? Now I had clear understanding of not knowing who I was. And I didn't know whose I was and who I was. So I found myself in these relationships. And I'm going to bring this podcast to a quick close. But I got to speak into somebody's life prophetically this morning. You have not met your divine mate. Because you have not discovered yourself and your divinity of who you are. In order to meet divine mates, you must understand the divine person within you. Don't let, don't fall for the hype. You can put on as much couture as you like. You can have a makeup artist at your disposal. 
You can exercise every day. And you can live and portray a glamorous lifestyle. But make no mistake, you will still ask the questions, why me? All of those ladies and single ladies, they went through those moments, whether they were spoken or unspoken. They had to readjust. They had to recreate some of them even. One girl was was molded and made by her mother, but she had to break loose and recreate finding herself. And in order to do that, she had to look at a portrait of her own self. And when she beheld her own beauty face to face, it's when she realized she had to change careers. Why not you? It's the question. Not why me, but why not you? And I said to myself, I'm up this morning by the grace of God. I'm excited. I'm exhilarated about making some more moves that matter. Because why not me? Long as breath is running warm in your veins. This is what I want to speak to you prophetically. There's always opportunity to recreate to re-identify. Because trust me, that divine being of who you are is inside of you. But you got to get to know them. You got to get to know yourself. And if your life is defined by relationships, and I'm not just talking about with your boo, hello, I'm talking about with the people who are significant in your life other than a significant other. I'm talking about your mother, your daddy, your sisters, your brother, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, your friends, and your BFFs. If you have defined yourself based on the people surround you, your pastor, your teacher, your mentor, your coach, we are here to provide data to guide you But we cannot discover you. Data cannot discover who you are. You get discovered who you are by examining yourself. You need to know what make you tick and what talk. And if it's always a dude that come up in your face. That got these two cent lines. When you got this millionaire mindset. Then you need to figure out who you are. One of the things I really enjoyed about watching. Uh, single ladies was that they had their own. You don't hear me now. Even though they met men and they and they and they and they 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 communicated in the midst of millionaires, they all came to the table with their own money. Are you making millions? Are you able to make millions? Yes, you are. But you have to turn your mindset to a millionaire mindset. And one thing about a millionaire mindset, you'll notice from these ladies, there's no fear. There was no fear in taking chances with dating, a diversity of brothers. There was no fear in stepping out in in an outfit that may not be appropriate even in that setting. 
I saw them at a ball where almost everybody else in there had on black. Seemed like 85%. That's the safe color. But they bust up in there with red, gold, and orange. I said, look at them girls there. What I'm saying to you today is about critiquing who you are. If you are defined by men and you don't have your own money, and if you have your own money, listen to me. This was another thing I liked about them young ladies. They had plenty of their own money, so much they had a stash here and there. But one thing I heard Lisa Ray say, that's why I say she sounds so much, I, I, could, I could be her in character in my rattlesnake days. When one of the girls asked her, she said, well, you got your own money. Why you don't, why you don't spend your own money? She said, I can spend my money. No, they was asking the question, why don't you spend a money on, on a man? She said, because I got to keep my money and spend theirs too. Do that sound like it makes sense? Do that sound selfish? We're talking about millionaire mindset. So when you got a millionaire mindset, let me tell you something. All these people that want millions, they come with a price, okay? And sometimes that price is to be shrewd and rude. Hello, I'm just saying And if you don't have the personality or the persona to pull that off, then maybe you should just do what the scriptures say, live a peaceful and quiet life. Go find you a good old, good old, good old, old school husband. Sit down, serve God, walk in righteousness, and be still. Because however you make moves that matter to get to millions, You will not always be popular, even if you tell the truth. I don't fault Lisa Ray for saying what she say. Because let me tell y'all something. Men been making it rain and throwing money on women. They don't even know. Hello. See, that's my mindset. So I don't have any crumbs if a brother show up and he wants to be shivery. And that could be opening a car door, opening me a bank account. Buying whatever my heart desire. Because if a man go to a stripper club, he never had to get the goodies to give the cash. Hello? See, that's that millionaire mindset. If you hung up on, oh, that's not right. Okay. Well, you do you and I do me. But the moral to the message is, stop saying, Why me? Stop saying, why me? And begin to say, why not me? Why can't I have all that this big, huge world has to offer? My desire next year is to begin gradually traveling. And I don't want to travel to places I've already been. I want to travel to places I've never been. That my eyes haven't seen. I want to communicate with people my ears have never heard and learn two or three languages. Why not? Why not me? But see, the enemy used to have me sitting down saying, why me? I'm just stuck in this little country town and I can't go anywhere. I can't be that successful. I can't be in the midst of those people. Well, why not? 
If you can tell yourself what you can't, you can tell yourself what you can. Hello. And on that note, remember that. If you can ask yourself, why not? You can say, why can't? Why can't I have it? Why can I not have it? If you're going to use a cannot, that should be where you place it between the why or after the why. Why can I not put that I? You can do it. You just have to make up your mind. I had to make up my mind to really get down to business and discover who I am and whose I am. It's a difference. You can discover who you are, but you may not discover whose you are. Because when you discover who you are, that's when you realize when it's time to drop all your dead weight, all the rocks you've been carrying, the brothers that need your dime and your dollar. You begin to drop the weight because if you don't have enough money to make millionaire moves, you don't have enough money to make moves for somebody else. If your life is all about riding around with a broke boo, I'm just saying, you may want to find you a, a scripper club dude. Hello? I, hey, I'm saying I'm not your traditional teaching. But one thing about a scripper dude, he understands he can throw money at you and you ain't got to do nothing to lay on your back to get it. Hello. We get so stuck sometimes in religion as well as worldly. But I'm not preaching to you to go out in the world and do something devious. I'm I'm ministering to your mindset. Why not you? Why are you stuck? If you're going to be out there in the world of world, which I cannot save you. It's only Christ who is our God and Savior. But all that makes a difference is knowing who you are, whether you're in the world or of the world. You still need to know who you are. So my message to you And stop saying, why not? Why can't I finish what I started? Well, you can. You just have to continue to persevere. And you more than anything have to figure out your purpose and your passion. This is how you get to the core of who you are. And I speak prophetically into your life today. That as you submit yourselves and you humble yourself, Under the mighty hand of God. And you ask God to direct your path. He will begin to show you great and mighty things. And you will begin to receive houses that you don't need money to build. You will begin to have cars that you didn't have to pay for. You will be blessed. When you begin to humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. And, I, and allow God to order your steps. And I can tell you, the ordination of God's steps going to take some persevering and some diligence. And it takes that to become a millionaire. You got to persevere. 
You have to be diligent. You can't always keep falling off the wagon and think you're going to keep making the progress you need to make in your journey. For every time you fall off a wagon, you've already slowed yourself down in life. Find your course by finding who you are. Set sail on your journey and continue to ride. And sometimes to go forward, we end up taking steps backwards. Yes, we do. But remember, for every time you fall off your own wagon, you break your own rules, you cannot meet your millionaire status. How can you follow God's rule? When you can't follow your own rule to the game. I'm just saying. Wake up. Get up. And find out who you are. And begin making moves that matter. Let faith guide you over fear. And let happiness not be hindered. By your past hurts. Always comparing the next guy to the last guy. Or the next chick to the last chick. And you're going to always do that until you find out who you are. Because when you find out who you are, you'll stop making comparisons. You'll stop saying, oh, why they got this and I didn't get that. When you find out who you are. That'll be so clear. God, I'm telling you, God showed me why I never got all the things that I thought that I should have had that I knew other people had accumulated because I didn't know who I was. And although I always had my own original signature, self-self, I still didn't know who I was. And, And I pray even harder for people when I see them And they don't walk in their originality. They're they're mimicking and and, and, and mining other people's business. Those the the real caught up in the why nots. And why me? The biggest person that verbalized the why me are the persons that are stuck the most. Because they find their identity through the eyes of others. And their lifestyle becomes living vicariously through the eyes of others. It's one thing to admire somebody, but it's a whole nother thing to want to be somebody. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. And until the next podcast upload of always, this is your girl, Frida. On this marvelous Monday, you do Make time. Plan and position yourself. If you don't know who you are, let that begin to be your goal. You need to work on finding yourself. But we got all the answers for our boo thing and our booze and our babies and our husbands or husbands to wives. We got all the answers to tell other people what they not doing right. And what's so wrong with the choices our husband make or our men make? And husbands got all these complaints about what's wrong with the woman they got and the wife they got. 
But what's wrong with yourself? Because when you find out who you are, let me tell you one of the first things that's going to happen. You'll put your foot down and it'll start treading in other waters. And all that stuff that you used to complain about that that person didn't do and shoulda, coulda, woulda did, that was not right. They'll become (laughs) a delete. I'm just saying, when you really, really, really figure out who you are, I'm going to tell you so many times I sit here and I have to repress that delete button, delete, delete, delete. I did not realize how many years I consumed sleeping with my enemy. Men who were intimidated by who they saw me as when I couldn't even see myself. Men who were intimidated Because of my mindset, because of my ministry, because of the makeup of the contents of my character, and because they could not compete, they caused chaos. They lied. They caused chaos. They cheated. They caused chaos. And they laid up with other women. And I used to think it was me. That's why I said, don't matter how much glamour and glitz you and couture you put on. Until you find out who you are, you're not going to know your self-worth. To realize them brothers wasn't even worthy of what you brought to the table. Because you didn't understand what you were bringing to the table. Hello. Until the next podcast upload. May the blessings from heaven continue to flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs and even the things your heart desires. And I hope that's to know who you are. And when you know who you are, you'll know that through knowing God. Because you are a representative of God in the flesh. Know who you are. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And I always send out greetings of love, blessings, appreciation, and gratefulness. Thankfulness at all times. My greetings to you.